Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Here's the other thing. We also know, I mean, you know, I work here, but I'm a mom and I have two kids going to school. I want them to be able to go to birthday parties. Mm -hmm. I want to go to football games. I want to go to the movie theater. People are tired and they're exhausted of the pandemic. Jen Psaki isn't letting her kids go to birthday parties and she isn't going to the movies. We look at that as odd and strange and peculiar and what in the bloody hell you understand how many people are living just like that. You know, a lot of people are making a, a lot of hay out of Barry Weiss appearing uh, on with, with Bill Maher on his show, saying that we're done. We're just done with the pandemic. We've been lied to. We've been lied to. You are all just fear-mongering psychopaths, and we're done. It's over for us including engaging the conversation that the pandemic will be remembered as a catastrophic moral crime. I know that so many of my liberal and progressive friends are with me on this, and they do not want to say it out loud because they are scared to be called anti-vax or to be called science denial or to be, you know, smeared as a Trumper. (laughs) I'm sorry, if you believe the science... You will look at the data that we did not have two years ago, and you will find out that cloth masks do not do anything. You will realize that you can show your vaccine passport at a restaurant and still be asymptomatic and carrying Omicron. And you will realize, most importantly, that this is going to be remembered by the younger generation as a catastrophic moral crime. Now. Being somebody who has children in that younger generation, dealing with schools and having to wear masks, I wonder whether or not they would categorize it as a catastrophic moral crime. Maybe because every conversation we've had with them has been a rational conversation. Maybe every conversation with our kids is about what people are doing wrong and how we're handling it. Every conversation is you don't have to wear a mask. We'll handle the school. There is nothing we won't say to a teacher, to an administrator, to anyone. Telling you you have to wear a mask is a lie, and telling you that masks stop COVID is a lie. And there is no doctor within the sound of my voice who can say otherwise. What's interesting here is the totality of the fight. So why aren't we winning it? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. Would love to hear from you. Why aren't we winning this fight? What is it that those people who are exhausted by the nonsense of those who live in fear, what is it that we're not doing right? What is it that we're not doing right? 833-468-8669. The governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin, Comes into office, masks are optional in schools. You know what schools say? We're going to suspend kids who don't wear a mask. Well, the governor just told you what's what. Now you think you're in charge? And now Yunkin is saying, well, I don't want your kid thrown out of school. They're better in school. So we're going to work this out. These people, they'll suspend your kid if they're not wearing a mask. They'll suspend your kid for this, that, and the other. Why are we giving these institutions that provide no value to our kids so much power? Never mind all the people who think that you should just give up your kid to the educational system, no matter what. 
people who aren't vaccinated against COVID in France are no longer allowed in restaurants, bars, tourist sites, and sports venues. The new law went into effect Monday. It's part of the government's antivirus strategy. You think that's an antivirus strategy? Unless they consider the virus freedom and liberty, they are a long way, my dear friends, from Lafayette. This is madness, all because of of Omicron? Madness. Notice I don't want to get into a conversation on where we are with COVID. You're not going to hear me talking about uh, the, the, the people talking about the number of people this, the number of people that. Millions of kids have gotten COVID. And how many of them are in a hospital? How many of them have died? Only numbers that matter. Everything else is garbage. Why don't you report for me the number of kids who have gotten a cold or who have stubbed their toe? Why aren't we winning this thing? It is obvious to see the radical nature of Australia and France and Austria and New York and California. It is obvious to see the fear factor in both Democrats and Republicans alike on the elected level. And it's very obvious to see that so many of us are connected in so many ways to the nonsense of the fear, not the nonsense of a virus. So why can't we win this? Bethany Mandel writing for the Daily Mail saying exactly what I've been saying on this show for weeks. Guys, do you have any idea how far ahead of the game we are? It's nuts. They were loyal liberals who never dreamed of voting Republican, but the damage done to kids by the left's COVID hysteria is driving away a wave of moms away from the Democrats. No kidding. We talked about this with Kira Davis quite a few months ago, that the radicalness of the policies in California are making liberals conservative. They said as much. You're turning me into a conservative. Why? Because you won't let me use a plastic bag when I go shopping or a straw. Because these people are deluded into thinking that they provide a value, that they're doing something good and decent and moral, that somehow they have a secret knowledge that they have to impart upon the rest of us by making us freaking miserable. I put forth to you that there is not a single leftist policy that you can name that actually will save a child's life. Not a one. Not a one. I can also say to you, I cannot name a policy today from the political right that will save a life. Oh, wait, no, pro-life. Okay, one policy. One policy I can name. But the reality is, is that the conservative is a conservative recognizing that the policies are not about saving your life. You cannot go about an engagement of governing with the idea that you will be able to keep everybody safe. That's not the way it works. That's not how any of this works. You can't necessarily keep everybody safe. What you can do is set up groundwork, ground rules, plans, provisions that will, for the most of society, allow them the most levels of freedom and liberty, which therefore provides a better life, not necessarily a safer one. Liberty cannot stop a car accident, nor a mad person from committing murder. But I know that laws that will stop people from driving 
create a worse society and a more dangerous one. Because somebody dies from a car accident does not mean we do away with cars. Because someone dies from COVID does not mean we lock ourselves in our homes and await further instructions. The despicable nature by which people stopped going to church and still don't go, whether it's to a church or a synagogue. You're not going to your synagogue because of COVID? Fire your rabbi. Your rabbi is trash. Don't you know this? Why are you living in their hellscape? Live your life. Leftist moms are now going to vote for Republicans. Well, how often have we been discussing that the suburban soccer mom wanted no more mean tweets? They sure as hell didn't want this. They didn't want to pay more for meat and milk. They didn't want to know that the southern border was going to be a disaster, that Biden would be getting us into future forever wars like he's planning to do in Ukraine. That it would be nonstop hate from the administration towards their kids. They don't want this. They didn't vote for this. We've been discussing that for months. Of course we're ahead of the game. It's not because we're smarter. It's that we are more honest than the rest. We see what is happening with both eyes. What is the expression from Friday night? Lights, uh, clear eyes, full heart? Can't lose. There it is. By the way, welcome back, producer Ari. Back from the honeymoon and as mouthy as ever. When you are honest, when you are honest about what is happening, it is amazing how easily you can see it all. And here's what's happening. We have one political party built on fear and another political party that is not willing to punch that political party in the face, theoretically, or maybe otherwise. Not willing to throw a punch, not willing to get into a fight, not willing to stand up for kids. And we have parents who are not willing to take 10,000 parents and walk into a school administrator's office and say, the masks are done. We don't give a damn about you. Don't you get it? You don't matter. What we did was I said, you know what? Kids are dealing with it. Let's just move on. That's what happened. That's what happened. And this is in the free places the places that are open and available. Remember, in Florida, the kids don't have to wear masks as I know it. In Indiana, the kids have to wear masks. Well, the governor here, Eric Holcomb of Indiana, not really very good at the job of standing up for parents. As a matter of fact, is totally silent on parents. Very obvious, so afraid of the social issues or actually so afraid of COVID that he doesn't give a good holy damn about the parents. Now, that's my take. That's my take on the subject. I, I, I admit that. I admit that freely. That seems to me uh, that the governor of Indiana just doesn't give a crap about Hoosier parents, right? Uh, in, in Indiana, the people are called Hoosiers. Do not, do not refer to them as Indianans. That will get you in trouble. But it's obvious. Parents are speaking out. School boards are calling the parents domestic terrorists, getting backup from the Department of Justice, and the governor is silent. He's like, what? What are you talking about? And then goes back into hiding. I mean, that's, that's what he's doing. I don't think he should do that. I think that's a massive mistake. But parents aren't putting pressure on him at all. Because parents are going about their lives and trying to make sure they can take care of their families. 
not engaging in a way that simply makes them say, we better make a change ourselves. But some places, the governors are with them. And I only hope that Yunkin in Virginia is with the parents as he said he was. And we know that DeSantis and we know that Abbott have been pulling their weight for sure. But in the end, this is up to us. And what it is that we have noticed, regardless of our political affiliation, is that fear is no way to live. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. It's just not. We can't live like this. This is not a society. This, this is horrible. And this right here is, is, is the deep crux. This is the touchstone by which we are all experiencing it. Man, these people are horrible and they want us to lead horrible lives. These people want us to be afraid. They want us to be scared. They want us to be downtrodden. What's the value? What's the point? And they are always upset that we choose not to be. As my brother, the good Dr. Katz says very often, nothing makes the prisoner angrier than seeing another man walk free. And we have a political party and people who align with them, whether they realize it or not, who are very okay with you being a prisoner to their fear. My advice is let's not do that. And we have the building side. People of all political stripes saying we don't want this. We don't want any part of this. Over at The View, they're very upset with Bill Maher. Because Bill Maher said, you know, the the White House is uh, giving out uh, 400 million masks. They come in three sizes, small, medium, and virtue signaling. Pretty good joke. Pretty good joke. And and Whoopi Goldberg, oh, she's angry. So, just people on the fringe either who are, who are you know, speaking out like this. And over the weekend, Bill Maher made a case for people who are vaccinated, boosted, and have been following the rules since all of this started. Take a look. I don't want to live in your paranoid world anymore, your mask paranoid world. You know, you go out, it's silly now. You know, you have your mask, you have to have a card, you have to have a booster. They scan your head <laughs> like you're a cashier and I'm a bunch of bananas. <laughs> I'm not bananas, you are. That's not really funny to people who have lost their kids mm, to no. this vaccine or people who have lost family members or dear friends to this. It's, it's just, you know, listen, nobody on the planet really wants to go through this. This is not something we're doing because it's, you know, sexually gratifying. This is what we're doing to protect our families. No, you're doing it because it's sexually gratifying. Let's go down this road, Whoopi. I want to fight you on this. There are people absolutely living in fear because they get off on it. They want to live in fear because it gives them a power opportunity. They want to live in fear because they believe they can change the fundamentals of society. Absolutely, positively, it's not a debate. The only one who doesn't see it is you. No, wait. There are many others who don't see it. For the people who do see it, hi, I'm Tony Katz. 
I think you're right. Now the question is, how loud will you get and will you work with others to make sure more people get it and that your kids can go to school unencumbered from this mask insanity? By the way, you have science on your side. Masks don't stop COVID. They don't stop Omicron. They just don't. They don't stop other COVID either, but that's just because the mask doesn't work against something that's aerosolized versus droplets. Fight back. Keep going. We'll get there. I'm Tony Katz. So my advice to everyone out there who's frustrated, sad, angry, pissed off, feel those emotions, go to a kickboxing class, have a margarita, do whatever you need to do this weekend, and then wake up on Monday morning, we got to keep fighting. And what that means, Lindsay, is we have to keep talking to members about federal legislation. That's essential. That's something that can be permanent, that can make sure people's rights are protected. But we also need to uh, make sure people are educated in states across the country about what their rights are, uh, how they can vote, when they can vote, how to record an absentee ballot. There's a lot we need to do on that front, and that's going to rely on the energy and the anger of those that activism as well. So she admits, does Jen Psaki, she wants people to be angry, uh, but who can afford a margarita with your inflation? And why would you have a margarita when you can clearly make yourself an old-fashioned using the recipe from Let's Go Bourbon, <laughs> available at Amazon.com oh my God. right now. I'm a Let's go bourbon. It is the bourbon reader you've always needed. Amazon.com. Just $9.99, the perfect gift for Valentine's Day. Your loved one is going to love it and thank you and probably make you drinks at the end of a day. And you know where that's going to lead. Good times, people. Good times. Let's go bourbon. Available at Amazon.com. My dad uh, loved it. Well, thank you. Good, he, I, good man. So, to be fair, Tony wrote a personalized message in the book. And my dad is not a huge fan of Tony Katz, but he even admitted that he loved the book. Well, I'm glad that he liked it. The new one is coming out in March. What? The new book is coming what out. What is it? In, uh, let's go drink. We're doing all the things that are not bourbon. Oh. We're talking tequila. We're talking vodka. We're talking rye. We're talking scotch. It's going to be fantastic. That's, so that's cool. scheduled for March. And then in May, well, I can't talk about that one right now. Oh, you're such a tease. I can't talk about that one. You it's brought it up. We've got problems in Ukraine. We are going to get into that story. And the M&Ms have gone woke because finally, candy has come to save us all. Let's go bourbon at Amazon.com. Buy it now. This is Tony Katz today. We watched with horror over the weekend as New York City police officers were shot. One was killed. We have seen other shootings take place. We have seen police officers attacked in the line of duty. And we, of course, recognize that we have a political party in America that said defund the police. That believes ACAB. Uh, ACAB means all cops are bastards. That's that's what it what it means. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. I have watched kids, high school kids, march through suburbs of Indianapolis 
Understand they marched through suburbs screaming this, giving the finger to cops while the cops were directing traffic so they could do this. And then they went home in their BMWs to their $700,000 houses and never once understood what it is they were saying. But this was how you showed that you cared. This is how you stood up and you've got a protest. Silly little children with parents who have taught them nothing. I'm usually not that guy, right? I'm not the, I'm not the guy who goes to that direct level. But they looked so I mean they're kids. You, you don't you don't want to attack kids. I don't believe in doing that. But I did note it. I did notice, I did take note of the fact that here they are screaming at cops, calling them names while getting their protection, and then went back to lives that are nothing like the lives they claim to care about. But it all sets up the idea that you should be adversarial with police, that you should hate police, that police deserve it. Goes without question. Black Lives Matter in D.C. is very upset that these police officers were treated as heroes. Being black in D.C. is more dangerous than any job. That's what they're saying. You got to understand who they are and what they're all about. Tearjerker press conferences and proclamations of heroes coming soon. Imagine if people knew the these folks' names. Being black in D.C. is more dangerous. Than, than any job. And they'll give you a list of people who are shot or killed by, for example, in, in, in the D.C. area, Maryland police. But they don't ever discuss what was happening therein. The idea that someone is shot and killed is not something that you could just say. You have to tell us what was happening. Otherwise, you're pushing the theory the ugly, despicable, hateful, bigoted theory that the police are just going around shooting people who are black willy-nilly when that, of course, is not happening. That's a lie. That is a flat-out lie. And we should say so. We should absolutely positively say so. And we should never ever, ever, ever allow that to go unchecked. No, police officers are not just shooting people because of the color of their skin because they want to or they like it. It's, it's gross. But that thought process has gotten in the hands of our kids in high school and middle school and they in many ways believe this. They believe this absolute lie. They believe this horror. And the great line is when you say to them, well, you know, that's not true. Oh, you're just, you're just brainwashed. Oh, you were just taught wrong. Oh, you, 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 anything to not deal with reality, anything to not deal with reality. That's where they're at. And by the way, it's not just kids. Meanwhile, the markets are down. The Dow right now is down 1,090. I'm not making that up. The Dow is down 1,090. NASDAQ is down 607. I am surprised they haven't halted trading yet. 1,000 is the kind of thing 
where you halt uh, trading. So this is the seventh straight day that we have seen a, a, a down market. It was a bad week on Wall Street last week. So you've got a mix in company earnings. And that's because of the inflation conversation. They told us, look at the great season we had. Oh, my gosh, all the buying that was done for Christmas. This is great. $207 billion online. But they didn't discuss the inflation that raised the prices that got us to the dollar amount and got less goods. Inflation is not about making more money. It's about paying more for the products in general. So you have that situation, that real situation uh, taking place. So things weren't as great. So if retailers are, are, are saying this, right, these mixed company earnings, and then you add the rising interest rates, which are coming, I am, when, when, when the Fed said they would definitely, you know, they would be tapering off on the bond buying, putting less cash into the system, and they would then get into the idea of raising interest rates, I think the argument was quarter percent, half percent. Quarter percent, half percent. And I'm starting to wonder whether or not they're rethinking it. Will there be a rethink on interest rate increases? Meaning, can they go higher than a half percent? Now, I don't know if you just heard Ari right there. He's whispering in my ear. He's like, yes, I'm there too. Oh, it's I, it's definitely going up, dude. I wasn't there uh, a month ago. Neither was I. But this clearly is an indication. And not just today. I'm talking about a, a, a whole week's worth and more that people are taking the profit. People, I, I was telling this story um, the other day about... Uh, there are some things I've wanted to do to the house, right? So, so, and and every everybody, not everybody I know, but people who've been engaged in this are, are, will all tell me the same and have had this the same experiences, right? Um, I was going to look to add on to the house. I've thought about moving, getting a, a bigger place so I can have the studio space for cigars and this, that, and, and the other. It just doesn't pay. I mean, I didn't pay that much for my house. The house is great, and I, 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 do, you, do you want real numbers? Do you want me to? Do you want me to lie? You want me to give you real numbers? You want me? To, you want me to share? I paid. I did not pay three hundred thousand dollars for my home. You live in Carmel. How is that possible? Yet here I am. I purposefully. My wife and I had been through hell. We had lost everything we had owned, and what we said to ourselves was. We're never, ever, ever doing that again. We are not putting ourselves in a position to get hurt. We have nobody to impress. We have no one to take care of but us. And we got the right place at the right time. Seriously, you could sell that for a fat profit right now. The problem is when you go to buy a house where we live, if you want anything that can do the things I want to do, you're in the five, six, seven hundred thousand range. And it's just not worth it. There's nothing that that house can bring us 
that will create more value than the pain of paying near triple on a mortgage. <laughs> that's that's pretty, that sucks. It can't be done. So we look, but we don't go. Well, if you take a look at 30-year fixed, go ahead, producer. I look it up. I know look what up, it is. It's uh, 3.75, 3 3.99, 4.25. It's 3.75. Try, try and do a cash out refi. Four and a quarter. Yeah, I, 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 I less, agree with you. In less than three months, the interest rate has gone up a full percentage point. Now, that full percentage point makes a lot of people say, whoa, wait, wait, hold, 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 wait a second. Now comes the idea of, okay, well, we have the house and we'll just add on to the house. The inflationary pressures have made it impossible. Yes. Impossible. The prices that I got for adding and it was adding an addition i admit adding an addition i don't think was, i don't think it was the biggest thing in the world we weren't talking about fixtures of plenty no one's putting marble on the floors nothing like that is happening okay i'm not the 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 the, the room wasn't trimmed in gold the floors are not marble mostly uh because i'm not persian so, oh that's a good joke i'm going to get emails for no, it but I, I took it that's that's funny i took it and that's all there is to it um, or Trump. You see, you could go either way with that joke. <laughs> Isn't that weird? You can do it. That's the beauty of it. It works in, in every setting. You utilize it where you will. Um, or or not Italian. You see, it's it's never ending, right? It's 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 like Scarface. Um, the 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 perch the, the the ability to build to add on because of the inflation has added what would be. A rational price for an addition has added ten to fifteen thousand dollars plus. Yes, yeah, so, you know I was talking to Tony about this off air. I'll, I'll say it on air. No, no, you don't. No, you don't have to. You we, don't have. We to. were trying to finish our basement. It became unaffordable because of inflation. Like we, it's, we were going to do it, and in the yeah, last don't month, give prices. You don't have I, to give no, prices. In the last month, it became unaffordable. It's unreal, and we're not the only people experiencing this. Everybody is experiencing this. All across the country. So if you need to do something, right? From, from I don't have to do it. It's just I know it would help the business. I, I it would be it would be an investment in the business, but it's just not worth it. There comes a moment where the business owner says, "No, I can't make that investment." This is the kind of stuff that absolutely destroys an economy. So if you want a great example of how the economy gets throttled. The, all the people who say, well, the inflation is adding so much to the price of it. It's not worth it. I will do it in a year or two. And then, of course, you forget about it. And you move on with your day. And now people who have been busy, 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 busy will find themselves with no work. And these prices aren't coming down anytime soon. That could create a glut going into the future. If they think, my gosh, the market's going down. My investments are going down. I got a profit take now. I got a hold. I can't afford to invest here. I can't afford to put into there. This is all very self-fulfilling prophecy to some pretty bad things. The inflation conversation is very, very real and very dangerous. So when you take a look at the Dow and you see it down over 1,000, it was down 1,100 at one point. It's now down, as we're talking, it's down 918. The world of crypto has just had itself punched in the face repeatedly. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, Bitcoin was was in the thirty thousand range. Everything just just absolutely ripped apart. People are about to buy like crazy, though. Oh, I believe they are going to buy like crazy. Uh, I'm I, I'm not going to be one of those people. I'm just I'm I'm going to buy a little bit. I don't <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to buy like crazy. A little bit is good though. I'm going to buy a little bit. That's good. This is a moment. Right, and some people are going to profit in this moment. They're going to do their buying and, and and everything else. I agree with that wholeheartedly. But what the inflation has done, where the money problems are, this isn't going away. This is going to have a serious effect on growth on America for the next year or two. And if to hedge inflation, the Fed says they need more than half a percent, or they do a half and they follow it up with another quarter or another half, that's going to be brutalizing. So gear up. And add on top of this that today is this, the, the first day of, of the tax season. You can file your taxes as of today. If you are not filing your taxes electronically, you are going to be waiting a long, long time. No, you're never going to get them back. To, 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 to get your refund. Wait. You're going to be waiting a long, you're going to be waiting for Godot. Do you follow yours by paper? Do you do it by no, paper? paper? No. Oh, no. okay, good. I do it electronically. But some people do it by paper. That's, in this in this time, that is a horrible idea. Well, but they, they do it. And and my problem is, is that we accept this as, oh, okay, the IRS isn't ready. Oh, the dumb IRS. No, they shouldn't take the taxes. Unless they can do it properly, they shouldn't be entitled to the money. I wouldn't be able to be in business if I couldn't perform my service in a reasonable amount of time. Why are they still allowed to be in business? It's an obscenity that we somehow accept the fact that, oh, it's going to take them a while. Don't collect taxes this year. That's a good way to do it. Don't collect anything <laughs> until you're ready to get it done properly. I don't think they're going to do that. Well, they don't have enough people who are going up to them and telling them how awful they are. Politicos need to hear that they're awful from time to time. That way they'll remember they're not special. They're used to the parking spaces. And everyone's saying, oh, representative, oh, senator, oh, how are you? Oh, yes, oh, you're so wise, oh, you're so great. No, you got to hear, you suck every now and again, and you can't have my money. I'm just talking about keeping it real. Isn't that what the kids say? You got to keep it real? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm Tony Katz. One of the best pieces of audio I've come across in a good long time. This is a woman at the World Economic Forum talking about the elites. At Davos a few years ago, you know, the Edelman survey showed us that the good news is the elite across the world trust each other more and more. So we can come together and design and do beautiful things together. The bad news is that in every single country they were polling, the majority of people trusted that elite less. So we can lead, but... <laughs> the elites trust the elites more and more, but the people trust the elites less and less. That's 
How stunning is that? This was an honest, open conversation. See, the problem is those everyday unwashed people, they don't have faith in us. And we just want to be able to do what we want to do because we have the ability to think and create and those people will just follow. But now they're not following. So, hmm, we've created a problem here and we're going to have to solve that problem. Those problems usually get solved by force. I mean, that's how it gets done. It was a crazy, crazy weekend of football. But what's happening in Ukraine is even worse. I'm sorry, crazier, because what happened in the NFL was actually the best thing to happen in the NFL in years. I've got both those stories coming up. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. This is Tony Katz Today.